Behind the Cloud is a podcast about smoking, its history and its future in New Zealand. New Zealand is aiming to become smoke-free or at least have less than 5% of its population call themselves smokers by 2025. Currently, about 17% of New Zealanders are smokers. This series will be broken down into four episodes, the first being about the history of smoking in New Zealand and second, what it's currently like. The third episode, I'll have a chat to someone who's quit, and in the fourth, I'll be speaking to someone who's embracing the future of smoking. This week in Behind the Cloud, I'm going to have a chat to Stainton about smoking. Smoking in New Zealand is becoming denormalised in society and has become rather expensive. It's also becoming increasingly common for complete strangers to comment on the habit, often in a negative manner, something Stainton has a story about. Stanton's been smoking diaries for almost 10 years now and is in the process of preparing to quit. So I jumped on my scooter and head out into the Wellington sunshine to catch up with him on a smoke break at his workplace in Newtown. So, how long have you been smoking? Um, I think, from memory, um, probably since about 2008, full-time smoking if you like, but it's not my first memory of smoking cigarettes either, like, my first memory of smoking cigarettes was probably actually back in my last year of high school, <laughs> not at high school, but I was one of the first people to turn 18, um, and so we would go out into town in Christchurch, clubbing and stuff, and um, back then you could still smoke in the bars, and everyone smoked, and some of my friends did, so it was kind of a cool social thing to do at the time, but, yeah. So what caused you to start? Uh, well, back then when everybody was doing it, I'd sort of have the occasional one while I was drinking. I was going, it might have been peer pressure in a way, because I was going out with this guy, and... He was a smoker and I was like, oh yeah, it must be the cool thing to do. So that's, I think I just started doing it to keep up. Do you know what I mean? Which is a really stupid decision because I don't even like him that much anyway, but <laughs> yeah. So what was the culture like around smoking when you started compared to what it's like now? <clears throat> um, it was pretty acceptable then, in a way. I mean, as opposed to now, like... Um, well, like back then the tax increases weren't as huge um, if there was even a tax increase each year um, it was yeah I, yeah I don't know pretty much everybody smoked like every every bar every cafe you could smoke in the courtyard or on the street you know compared to now like there's a lot of council regulations there's um, banned smoking zones things like that since Stanton started smoking the New Zealand government has declared its intentions to become smoke free by 2025. They've teamed up with the World Health Organization to denormalize it by increasing the taxes and making there less places to actually smoke in. Wellington City Council, New Zealand's capital if you're outside of New Zealand, has also joined the bandwagon by making many of its parks and public spaces such as laneways, bus stops and the botanical gardens smoke-free as well. According to the last census, less than 10% of Wellingtonians were smokers and this number has likely dropped. If you're interested, the Wellington City Council has a list of places you can't smoke on their website. What are you thinking of this, well, because you've been smoking for a few years, yeah. uh, these smoking laws that are coming in, so like the different council ones, the, um, the 
tax increase which called yeah. me out when I was a smoker. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, the tax increase is a big one. Obviously, it is getting more expensive and yeah, I should probably quit. I see the point of it. Like, it's obviously good to encourage being smoke-free and especially for all the people that don't smoke, I guess. At the same time, it is the person's choice if they want to smoke or not. Moving the country to a fully smoke-free country by a certain year, I don't know when it's supposed to be. Um, 2025. Oh, is it 2025? I was going to say, is it 2020? That's not actually that far away. <laughs> yeah, 2025 is interesting. It's an interesting move because, well, I don't know. I always wondered if it would affect, for example, stuff like maybe tourism, because obviously there's a lot of foreigners that smoke. And it depends exactly, like, is it going to be completely 100% smoke-free? For example, you look at, like, Singapore, where you're not allowed to smoke anywhere, but, you know, they have, like, for example, smoking rooms randomly stationed around the city where you can go in and you can do it there or you can do it on your own hotel front it's up to the hotel kind of thing it probably is a good move really in the long run when you think about it but um it's somewhere between getting taken seriously and not yeah like everybody knows that eventually you know it's going to become smoke free but at the moment it's not yet at the moment prices are just getting higher so i think people a lot of people are still just in denial in a way um but i think there's the constant reminder and like the back of your head well for me anyway personally um like i always know that every year the prices are going up you know there is a bit more of a stigma around smoking than what there used to be um like i said it used to be more acceptable um now it's obviously frowned a bit more upon so all those kind of things kind of like social pressure i think makes you constantly think about quitting but for some reason right now you still do it anyway because people are in denial so yeah, like you said, yeah, it's there, but eh, it hasn't happened yet, so, you know. Stigmas are hugely common around smoking now with the government's push to get the country smoke-free. For example, I know a lot of smokers, including my own experience, have had people sarcastically <laughs> coughing around them when they light up a smoke, which, by the way, is really rude, so you shouldn't. I've also found that people will attack your person, so will attack you personally for smoking, saying how disgusting or dirty you are because you're a smoker. Not nice stuff. Okay, so nobody used to ask about is your courtyard smoke free or can you smoke out there. Now I get a lot of people saying can you smoke out there. Again, like, you know, sometimes you're out on the street and you'll see someone having a cigarette or you're having a cigarette and, <clears throat> you know, some people will look at you but in saying that, I'm also, I try to be respectful because if I'm on the street, I'm not going to stand at a bus stop in the middle of the bus stop where there's kids and mums and all that kind of thing and, you know, just light up a big dirty old cigarette. Like, you know, I'll either go stand down the end of the bus stop or a little bit away somewhere or out on the curbside so at least it's not blown along the footpath, that kind of thing. Um, because especially, you know, when you are around kids, a lot of people, you know, will look at you and so I generally try not to have one there and then you know and there's also I don't know like a lot of people comment on it more now as well like for example um, <clears throat> I was working at this cafe about two years ago oh no sorry about five years ago and um, one of the staff was it was quite sick it was winter so everyone was sick coughing and whatever um, and he was coughing a lot <clears throat> um, and obviously like we were working together and he was trying to you know uh, like always cover his mouth and stuff um, but this one guy had been sitting there, this customer had been sitting there eating breakfast the whole time and then just as the customer got up to leave, he said to, he said to my co-worker, he goes, excuse me, but are you a smoker? And, and my co-worker said, yeah, yeah I am. And the guy goes, well you should quit. <laughs> and then turns around and storms out the door. And it was like, well yeah, okay, but yeah, you know, obviously the extreme coughing wasn't because of smoking. 
well it probably was to some degree but the majority of it was because he was sick you know but that, but that's what I mean like there's a lot more people who tend to really comment on it but at the end of the day like I say it is your choice you know and I think you know I don't think that people should kind of hassle you as much as they do but I get it do you regret starting smoking no, I don't really regret it because, you know, at the end of the day, it was my choice. I guess the reason why I started, perhaps, I regret it. But at the same time, you know, at the same time, it was my choice. So I guess I don't regret it. Um, what, I reg what I do regret is that I gave up once for sport for the touch season. And then as soon as the touch season was over, I kind of started again. <laughs> um, but, yeah. If you want to quit smoking but don't know how... Give Quintlin a call. 0800 778 778 to get professional help and support to kick this habit. In next week's episode, I'll speak to some ex-smokers about what quitting was like. Every time I went outside to have a cigarette, it just tasted gross and it made me feel ill and I was just doing it kind of out of boredom, I suppose, and because if I didn't, I would feel worse. So it, was just, it just wasn't fun anymore, I suppose. I'll also pop outside and find out what people on the streets think of smokers. Don't forget to tune in on Wednesday and follow Behind the Cloud on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. We're also on iTunes, so check out the podcast there and don't forget to review it and rate it as it means I can reach a wider audience. Thank you once again to Stainton for having a chat with me. I'm Amy McEwen and this is Behind the Cloud. Behind the Cloud.